0: Welcome to Kingwood United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining us today. Wherever you're listening from and whatever service you're listening to, we strongly believe because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there is always more to life. Today, as we, as we continue our series called Undistanced, we look at the ways in which God meets us in the middle of our story through the stories of those who encountered the angels, through the stories of those who were in those moments, those early moments of Jesus' birth, we see the ways that God was made present with us. Emmanuel, God incarnate, God with us through Jesus Christ. So today we give praise because we have a God that sees us. We have a God who sees every part of us and still chooses to love us enough to draw near. Growing up in a, uh, in a small town, I grew up at a town just outside of Kansas City, Missouri, called Kearney, Missouri, population of about 7,000, hometown of Jesse James, It's our claim to fame. Every year we have a parade for Jesse James, the infamous criminal, right? Because that's what you do in a small town. You celebrate whatever you can. But in a small town, my mom always said, I see everything. You know, and and I, I never gave much credence to that thought until one day I was uh, coming home, about 17 years old, coming home, driving from soccer practice in the neighboring town, and I came down the, the, the on-ramp into Carney, and it's a downhill on-ramp, and it was a little bit slick. And the semi in front of me slammed on their brakes a little bit harder than I expected, and I was maybe, just maybe, as a 17-year-old, going a little faster than I maybe should have been. But I slammed on my brakes as well and, and began to skid. And I skid and, and just barely missed the back of the semi and slid into the, into the, the median a little bit. Nothing happened to the car. All's good. So I get back on the road, a little bit shaken up, but I continue my, my drive back to my house. And as I pull into my driveway, who is waiting for me at the front steps? But my mother. My mom says, going a little fast on the, on the exit ramp? Apply your brakes a little bit late? Huh. And at that moment, I finally understood the power of mother. <laughs> you see, we serve a God who sees everything who sees even our greatest flaws who sees our weaknesses who sees our successes who sees our joys that sees our pain that sees our deepest darkest parts of our being and yet chooses to love us still second chronicles 16:9 says for the eyes of the lord ranged through the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. In our text today, in Luke chapter 1, we see and encounter Mary and a God who sees deeply into the heart of a socially insignificant 12-year-old girl from a nothing hometown. If you can, please stand for the reading of the gospel In Luke chapter one, beginning in verse 26, in the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled. At his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are called to him and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of the father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. End. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am but a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Hear those words. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. This is the word of God for you and me, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You can be seated. I had the opportunity to stand in that very spot, to stand in the spot where they believe the angel came to Mary. It's a a small little house that was dug up from the ruins and they've built this massive cathedral around it. Continue on with the pictures and I got to walk up next to it. It was during COVID, so nobody was there. It was the the week before it all really kind of came down. And as I stood right there in front of that spot, I was struck by a moment where I felt that I had to worship. Because this was the moment where God's presence was was pronounced into the world. This was the moment where Jesus incarnate, where, where Mary first learned that Jesus would come to save the world despite of the world's brokenness she would come and so i took my shoes off my sandals and I stood for a moment and worshiped and gave glory to the name today we rejoice we give thanks because we have a god who sees us a god who calls us his own who looks into our brokenness who looks into our hearts says, I see everything and I love you. Today in worship, this is not about us taking away a piece of scripture, taking away a nugget of truth. Today is our opportunity to stand before God and bring glory to his name. I love the peace that the choir is going to bring to us today because it truly is a gloria, it is a moment of awe and wonder at the God who loves us, at the God who sees every part of us and still, in spite of that, chooses to love us, who searches far and wide across the world to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. This is the gospel. May we bring glory to God for what he has done. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. That whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever, regardless of your past, regardless of your brokenness, regardless of the way that you uh, got your kids out the door today in an angry, grumpy manner, Regardless of the things that you've done, he so loved you. Mary realized this in her Magnificat as she sang, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Today, as we sing together, as we, as we hear the Gloria, may we rejoice. May our hearts be moved to a glorification of a God who is far greater than we could ever hope or imagine. May our hearts be moved in a way that we understand and we take away that God is greater, that God loves us, that God sees us and still chooses to meet us here. As the the choir uh, sings, would you take those moments to turn your hearts to God to bring glory to God in awe and wonder. Maybe, maybe in your pew, you just slip your shoes off and place your, place your feet on holy ground as you, as you awe and wonder of who God is. To God be the glory. Amen.